Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. Thank you to Joe Rojas, Quality Title Group, for sponsoring Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. For your real estate title work and closings, call Joe Rojas at 901-289-5821. Our general topic today is pitfalls, profits, and financing, buying commercial real estate. Subscribe to get our weekly blog post and podcast at uh, jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, December 8th, 2018 at 901-535-9732. The topic today is about buying commercial real estate like shopping centers, industrial properties, or cottage business shops. Bill Caller in the Memphis area market will be sharing ways to profit on commercial real estate. He's going to be sharing some examples of pitfalls and how to avoid those. Bill will be describing the different grades of commercial property and the rate of return that you need to see on each category of properties. I'm going to be giving you the seven C's of lenders uh, that lenders are going to be looking for from you when you apply for your financing. For the first time in the Real Estate Mortgage Shop studio, we have Bill Caller, a well-known and respected commercial realtor with Crylight Commercial in the Memphis area. Bill, they say that if you spend 20,000 hours diligently working in your industry, that you're considered an expert. You've been a commercial realtor and an auctioneer since 2008. Uh, you're an active member of Memphis Area Association of Realtors, the Commercial Council of, of Realtors, and you are the 2019 president-elect for the Memphis Metro CCIM chapter. I, I believe we can call you an expert. <laughs> so take a moment and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do for your clients. Well, thank you, Joe. I'm happy to be here this morning. Um, I deal primarily in commercial real estate, of course. I don't sell houses. Uh, my job is to help people buy, sell, lease, or invest, or even auction real property. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as investment real estate goes, um, my job is to, first of all, understand the goals of the client, and that would be the investor. What is important to them? What type of rate of return are they looking for? What types of properties do they want to purchase? And find those properties and make sure that it is a perfect fit for them because a lot of it has to do with risk tolerance. Um, As with any financial investment, people have different levels of risk tolerance. People have different types of investments that they're comfortable with. So you kind of have to put those all together in one pot to find the right opportunity for that investor. And you're the man. You're the expert. And we're going to be talking to people today who have already bought commercial real estate, but we're also talking to people who may be considering doing it for the first time. So if you want to talk with Bill, you can give us a call today while we're in the studio. Well, you know, Napoleon Hill and W. Clement Stone both were credited with the quote, quote, what the mind can conceive, it can achieve, unquote. 
I would like to add, with an abundance of wise counselors, that is, several years ago, I was asked to open a mortgage office <clears throat> for a bank, and it was in a building that had at one time been a child care business. The inside walls uh, still had left over the wall murals with the dinosaurs and the comical characters, you know, uh, on the wall. I kind of like those. Trying to imagine, though, how to transform this space into a professional mortgage office was just, it was really overwhelming for me. Like the cavalry <laughs> galloping up just at the perfect moment, the bank's construction architectural team showed up and the commercial realtor stepped in and really helped me to get that get that done. The commercial realtor helped us get the right points negotiated in the lease. The construction team set to work scheduling out the task and I mean this is like just like magic. This space became a really nice office area. There were so many rules and so many building codes to follow. I mean, it would have been totally beyond my ability to pull this transformation off. I was like, um, I mean, it was just a little sad, though, to see the dinosaur mural go. I, I didn't like I wanted to keep him. And that could have been an interesting talking point. One of my teammates, by the way, in that, on that uh, project suggested in jest, of course, that we should set up a huge shark tank in the lobby. Uh, probably not a good subliminal message to people coming in to get a loan, but uh, anyway, we had a lot of fun with it. But we wouldn't have been too much fun if we hadn't had the right professionals, Bill, to be there to help us get us where we need to go to convert that space. And just like when you buy a home or just like when you build a house, you need a reputable realtor that knows how to find exactly what you need and in the right location. A good realtor can negotiate a contract for you, too. A good lender is worth her salt if she can really listen to what your comfort level, your personal comfort level is on a mortgage payment, down payment. Uh, an experienced loan officer is going to know the exact loan product that you can get to keep you in your comfort zone today and also one that will work for you tomorrow. Let's talk. Make your plan. Let's work your plan if the deal works for you today. Let's do it today. Call me. After the show, I'd love to talk with you personally. I'd love to hear about your plan, 901-482-0354. You can email me, jo at jogarner.com. But Bill Caller, as a commercial realtor, tell us when we need a commercial realtor and the benefits of using a, com a commercial realtor. Well, Joe, it's um, one thing about commercial real estate that kind of sets it apart from residential real estate. It is a financial decision first and foremost. It's not as much of an emotional decision. Emotion can play into the equation, but it's primarily uh, – there's really four categories, four main categories of commercial real estate. There's retail. There is office. There's industrial. And, of course, land. But then there's also special use of uh, kind of hybrids, uh, for example, churches, entertainment venues, that type of thing. And the Wiseacre Brewery, you know, we were looking at the paper today, and you said that was a special type. It doesn't necessarily fit in one category. It fits in maybe several categories. So sometimes that could be considered special use. It just depends upon what the ultimate intent of that property is. Um, so my job as a commercial broker is to <clears throat> help people either buy commercial real estate or whether wanting to buy a retail office, industrial space, or just buy some land for future development. Uh, selling property, obviously, if you're an owner or an investor, you want to maximize the exposure of your property to the marketplace. You want to make sure that it's properly positioned from a pricing standpoint. Is it in line with what today's current market is? I'm not an appraiser. 
I don't pretend to be one. All I can do is give an opinion as to what the market will bear as far as that particular property, the condition that it's in, location, a lot of other things. Uh, leasing, I deal with uh, tenants. I deal with landlords. It just depends on who my master is, who I'm working for, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, if I'm working for a tenant, my job is to get them the best possible deal I can, find the perfect location for them. And if I am representing the landlord, obviously I'm representing their interests. My job is to market their space, find the perfect tenant for that space to occupy it. And then uh, the investment side of the equation is, like I said earlier, is that it's about risk tolerance. It's understanding the needs of the investor. What's important to them? Mm -hmm. What type of rate of return are they looking for? And there's two different types of rate of return that people use when they're investing in commercial real estate. And we'll talk a little bit more of that as well. But um, it's usually called a cap rate. It's after the income comes in and the uh, expenses are paid, what's left? And that's typically before debt service and it's before – And debt service, can you define that for our listeners? Debt service would be the mortgage that they have on the property mm-hmm. and also the uh, tax rate of the insurance. investor. Um, well, insurance is an expense. Mm-hmm. That's a fixed expense to the property. So, But everybody's tax rate and everybody's mortgage are Correct. different. So we don't factor that into the cap rate. So the cap rate is done before debt service and the – the tax rate of the investor mm-hmm. or a cash on cash investment. And that's also the same thing. It is a pre-tax cash flow divided by the amount of cash that they actually put into the property. Right. right. And that some people measure it that way. Mm-hmm. So looking at risk tolerance, what's important to the investor? How involved do they want to be in the property? Do they want to manage the property themselves or would they rather hire a property manager to do it for them? If they hire that out, that is another expense. And so that varies also uh, between the investors. But the bottom line is, based on the the type of property, the condition of the property, the quality of the tenant, and the quality of the terms of the lease is going to all play into the, the risk factor for that mm-hmm. investor. Does it make sense to them financially, and what exposure do they have? Mm-hmm. Very good points. Uh, Bill Caller with the Cry Light Commercial. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan officer. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. And if the deal works for you today, let's do it today. When we come back, Bill Caller will be sharing more about how to profit when you buy a commercial real estate property. We're also going to be uh, introducing Sherry Motes. She's a digital and online marketing strategist, and she's going to be sharing some great tips for our real estate pros. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Susan Martin with Pino's Palette in Cordova. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, the lovely Joe Gardner. All right, and you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can call me the old-fashioned way. I would love to hear your plan and help you work your plan. 901-482-0354. You can find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust here in the Memphis market. But I work. I would love to work with you wherever you are, anywhere in the country. 
In the co-host chair, we have Bill Caller. He is a commercial realtor with Crylight Commercial, and he's going to be sharing some more really good stuff. If you're thinking about buying real estate property that is a commercial property, and he's a great guy. To, he's a great consultant. So if you want to call us on the air today, you can call us in the studio, 901-535-9732. Bill, what's your phone number off the air? Uh, my number is uh, 901-262-3440. And right. also my website is my name, com. BillCaller.com. Now, uh, we're going to take a moment. We're going to do something we do about once or twice a month. We've got a very special guest in our studio today, and we're going to do the Talk Shop business tip for real estate pros. And uh, Talk Shop is a marketing company offering free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk Shop is made possible by financial the financial support of its sponsors and advertisers. For more about Talk Shop, go to talkshoppe.com. For our Talk Shop business tip today, we have Talk Shop digital marketing trainer and strategist Sherry Motes. She's an author and she's founder of Come Into Your Own. She's done a world of, of work with um, real estate mortgage shops. She helped us help launch our uh, marketing campaign back in 2014, did a yeoman's job. Sherry uh, teaches individuals and she teaches groups to help business people use their voice, their message, and brand effectively in a digital world. Sherry Motes, what is our talk shop business tip for real estate pros today? Thank you, Joe. The key word there is effective. And in order to be effective when it comes to digital marketing, which really starts on paper, so it starts with your branding that you're handing out and that you're talking, if you're a real estate professional, you're talking with people. What they read, what you say, and what they hear is all very important. So that all translates to the online branding that you need to make sure is effective, especially going into 2019. So there are three things to be aware of. One is there are three types of learners. You have auditory, visual, and kinesthetic. So that means they need to read it, see it, hear it, or watch it. So what does that mean? That means video, graphics, blogs, which are written. Mm -hmm. Also, if you are speaking or when you are speaking as a professional in front of a crowd, you would also make sure that you have visual props, that you also have pictures to hand out, and you have someone else writing on a whiteboard for you. So there's movement. So now you you have you provide the paper for people to write on. So you are appealing to all three learning types. Mm-hmm. How does that translate to digital? Easily, because if you can get people to engage, which that's the name of the game, because when they engage, you then begin to build relationships. They are now typing. So that's going to satisfy the kinesthetic mm-hmm. side of them. Mm-hmm. They've seen the visual. They've heard the music on the video. They've seen the pictures. They've read the different status updates you have. So you've covered all the bases. And now you follow up with those people who have engaged with you so that you can then convert them 
to users or to buyers. Right. So there is rhyme and reason behind your messaging. Make sure in 2019 that your messaging is very strong going in, both written on your card as well as your website, your business card, your website, your one sheet. All of those areas need to be consistent in messaging, both reading, when you speak it, and when they hear it. Sherry Motes, with Coming to Your Own, how do we contact you? You can reach me at comingtoyourown.com. You can also find me online at Sherry D. Motes. That's S-H-E-R-R-I-D as in Denise, M-O-T-E-S. Yes, and, and I'll just take, to take a few seconds just to tell us a little bit about uh, what you do what you do and how you offer your services. Sure. I am a digital strategist and the founder of Come Into Your Own. My parent company is Business Over Coffee International. We have been founded since 2011 Mm -hmm. and uh, have had the privilege of working with people like you, Joe. (laughs) And what we do is we help you discover, develop, and implement your business, your story, and your talent. So that can look Many different ways. But as a real estate professional, what can you do to stand out? Sometimes that may be a book. It may be a pamphlet. It could be something like that. We have a publishing company. So there are various ways that we can make that happen for you. Excellent. Well, Sherry, I hope you stay in the studio with us. We're going to have we're going to bring you back on uh, before the show ends because I know you've got a, some more tips for us. So Absolutely. Thank you for coming out on a, a rainy Saturday. Today we're talking about pitfalls, profits and financing buying commercial real estate and we have the expert Bill Caller with uh he's a he's a commercial realtor with Crylight Commercial. Bill, when we you had covered why you need a commercial realtor, some of the things that that commercial realtors serve that you offer and the benefits you offer uh, people who are investing in buying or selling commercial real estate. But I want to dig a little bit deeper. Let's talk about uh, the categories of commercial real estate, uh, like your your A class, your B class, your C class. What does what do each of those classes of real estate look like? And what type of return do we need to try to get on each one of those categories? That's a great question. Uh, that's and you can certainly put it that way. When you look at different classifications of investment real estate, again, it, it kind of goes back again to the level of risk. And that factors in a lot of different things, mainly the type of property, the condition of the property, the quality of the tenant. Is it a national tenant like um, an Edward Jones advisor, for right. example, or uh, a national brand franchisee, or is it a local tenant? <clears throat> What's the strength of that tenant? Are they how credit worthy are they? Is it talking about the condition of the property? Is the is it a first generation property? Is it a new construction or has it been around for five years? Um, does it have deferred maintenance? Are there things that need to be done? Does the roof need to be replaced? All those things have to be taken into consideration when you're looking at buying investment real estate because mm-hmm. a lot of time that may mean a significant cash outflow at the, at the onset, basically. Right. You may have some income coming in, but you've got to also factor in what's it going to take for me to purchase this property and get it marketable to maybe get better quality tenants mm-hmm. and get a better return on investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about a class A. What is a class A property? What's what's the um, what, can you describe what a uh, category A would be and what type a, of return? That's a great question. A class A uh, property would be like Clark Tower 
or the Crescent Center. Those are what we call Class A properties. Uh, they've got a – it's a mixed-use uh, and also a multi-tenant facility. Uh, very good quality product. It commands the highest rates out there. Mm-hmm. So um, – when you look at a Class A property, you're looking at a lot of different things. You're trying to, and you're willing to get a lower return. You can get a lower return on investment for that, or you're willing to accept that because the risk is lower. Mm-hmm. When you look at a B quality product, the risk may be a little bit higher. There may be some other factors to take in consideration. Again, getting back to the quality of the tenants, the mm-hmm. terms of the leases that are in place. What are you What are you inheriting basically when you buy that investment property? You're, you're inheriting the tenant, you're inheriting the lease, and you're inheriting the property. What kind of cap uh, capital return should we be looking for on a Category A premium property? Well, they could vary, but they're going to be much lower. They could be somewhere any, anywhere between a 6 to 7% rate mm-hmm. of return. Now, that's going to be, again, before debt service and before, ta- uh, before uh, the individual taxes are taken out on that. So that would be the income that the property generates less the recurring expenses, and that would be primarily taxes, insurance, common area maintenance. Mm-hmm. If they're hiring a management company, what is that expense or any other expenses that are – occurring on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. What about a Category C? What does a Category C property look like? And what kind of cap capital return do we want on there? A Category C, uh, to kind of put it into a, a large bucket, uh, would probably be a rate of return that might be double digits, maybe 10, 11, 12 percent return on investment because the risk is higher. There could be a higher level of vacancy in that building. Uh, the terms of the leases that are in place may not be that attractive or haven't kept up with the market. Uh, mm-hmm. They're they're paying lower than market rents, and the, the the investor would like to get those rents up. Real quick, because we're coming up on a hard break, but I, I wanted to hear a little bit about uh, what are commercial what are the commercial real estate real estate trends we're seeing in the Memphis Greater Memphis area, and how do we compare nationally, Bill? Memphis is kind of an anomaly. Um, unlike Nashville, which is just blowing and going and prices uh, per square foot for land and buildings are just going through the roof, it's it's almost getting to where it's almost cost prohibitive for investors to buy in those markets or it's, it makes it much more difficult. Memphis is still a value market. Uh, what I mean by that is that there are still a lot of good properties out there that can be purchased at a reasonable price that are – yielding a good rate of return for mm-hmm. investors investors so mm-hmm. uh it when it's down it doesn't go down too low and when it's and when it's up it doesn't go too high it, it it's a fairly stable market just like our residential real estate too is very desirable here in memphis um, so we're, we're looking pretty good nationally we're pretty attractive as far as uh, bringing in investors to invest and make a good return that's Bill Caller. That's uh, Bill is a commercial realtor with Crylight Commercial, and I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I'd love to connect with you at jogarner.com. We're talking about pitfalls, profits, and financing, buying commercial real estate, and we've got Sherry Motes with coming to your own in the studio with our digital uh, strategist help for real estate pros. We're going to be covering financing. We're going to be talking about how to get a loan, the things that lenders look for, and ways that uh, you can finance your business commercial real estate. When we come back, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Give us a call in the studio, 901-535-9732. We'll see you back in just a moment. Hello, I'm Don Hudson, professional speaker and author of Selling Value, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. 
All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and we are popping today. I'm telling you what, we're talking about pitfalls, profits, and financing, buying commercial real estate. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. I would love to hear your plan, and I'd love to be on your journey to get to that get that plan worked out. Uh, buy your home, buy your commercial property. You can call me. Let's talk. 901-482-0354. You can subscribe. We'll send you uh, the Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with the show notes every week right in your mail, your email box. We won't sell your email. We want to stay friends. And you can subscribe at jogarner.com. In the co-host chair, we have Bill Cowler. He is a commercial realtor with Crylight Commercial. And we also have... Sherry Motes, and Sherry Motes is a digital marketing strategist who has helped many, many of people I know, including including us here at Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and she can help you, and she's really good at helping our real estate pros as well. So Sherry Motes, uh, how do we to, contact you? You can find me online. <laughs> Isn't that good, seeing that I'm a digital strategist, right? <laughs> I think that okay. really goes well. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but to be serious, go to comingtoyourown.com and also the handle Sherry D. Motes. That's two R's and an I, D as in Denise. All right. Yes, and one of the things that as I've been listening today, um, I haven't commented a lot because Bill is so full of a wealth of information. I mean, it's really interesting to hear the various ways that we can buy. How do we go about financing these properties or these real estate um, buildings that we want to purchase? That's a great question, Sherry. You know, if you're if you're going to buy something, a lot of times you have to find a smart way to finance it. Uh, I have I have served as a commercial lending liaison with the bank uh, before many years ago, and the way that I have seen most of my clients finance uh, their commercial properties is through a loan through their commercial bank or through the Small Business Loan Program, which is an excellent program, small business lending. And uh, some of my clients have even financed, been financed by a franchise company. If they bought a franchise, there's financing available there. Others were financed by the person selling the business. That's happened quite mm-hmm. often. And also uh, families will loan each other money, you know, to help uh, get a business up and off the ground. The business customers I remember well are those who got a loan on their home to finance their business because I do residential mortgage financing. I do mortgages for one to four units, primary residence, second homes, investment property. So those are the customers I remember most because I get to be on their journey all the way through. I want to share with you a story about Ernie Emler, and that's not his real name, but Ernie Emler owned his own business. He was in the agricultural type business. A few years ago, Ernie had a chance to grab a larger chunk uh, of, of places that bought his product. He got he had a chance to grab a little bit more of his market segment, a lot more actually. He needed a couple of hundred thousand dollars though to expand quickly so he could deliver and he could get paid. He wanted to keep, um, he wanted to borrow $200,000 and he said, you know what, Joe, if I can get 200000 I don't need a credit line. I want something that's a fixed rate because I know exactly what I'm going to do with this money and I need it for five years. And he said, I'm, I'm going to use this money, and I'm going to make a double-digit return. So Ernie knew his numbers. He knew what he could do. 
Uh, he didn't want to go to the commercial bank because at the time the commercial bank was offering him variable rate. It was um, callable. You know, they could call it at any time. There were a lot of bells and whistles on that that were negative for him at that time. So he said, you know what? I own a house. It's worth $800,000. And I'm going to, I want a $200,000 loan. I'm going to refinance it, get you to give me 200000 I got him back then a loan in the threes fixed for five years. And then it turned into nice. an adjustable rate. But hey, it had, it had safety caps on it and there were no, we couldn't demand it back. You know, we couldn't call it at any time. It was just, it was very safe for him. Gave him a comfort level. And, um, I was sitting out on my back patio one day. It was in the spring drinking coffee, and I had my laptop open when the phone rang, and it was Ernie. And we put the whole deal together. I was sitting down in my patio, and he knew exactly what he wanted. And uh, he owned, uh, he, you know, he did the, the loan on that property, 800000 value. He got a $200,000 loan. He's done very well, very well. So Ernie, in his case, he actually used a mortgage secured on a real estate residential property, to use to invest to expand his business and to uh, reach out to a higher market segment. But let's talk about let's talk about you. If you're going to go get a loan, and you're going to whether you're buying a house or whether you're buying a business bill, the lenders are looking for certain things. And if you can window dress your um, your offer to that lender, you're going to have a heck of a lot better chance of getting the, the terms that you want from that lender. If you know what they're looking for, here's what they're looking for. Let's talk about the cornerstone C's of credit. So uh, you're in the classroom with me now, the cornerstone C's. I like C's. this. Let me get my pen and paper. <laughs> pen and paper. Okay, we got the chalkboard going on here. When you apply for a residential mortgage to buy a home or refinance or restructure your debt, you know, and fix your cash flow, on a residential side, there are four C's of lending, credit, capital, collateral, and character. But when it comes to business loans, there are seven C's. There's credit. That's how well you pay your bills and handle your finances. And they're going to look at a, probably a tri-merged credit report from all three credit bureaus. They're going to look at number two, capacity. How much income do you have to support your obligations and your expenses? And it's a little different from residential. On residential, we're going to look at your personal tax returns. We're going to look at your pay stubs. On a business, they're going to add. They're going to want to look at your 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 pro forma, your cash flow. What what kind of cash flow are you going to have? Are you going to be able to make these obligations? All right, capital. That's number three. How much skin in the game do you have in this investment? How much of your own money are you putting down to share the risk? Now, on residential, when you're buying a home. There are so many products that you can get in for little or nothing down. There is just, and if you, if, and it's not 20% down. I know a lot of the, there's a huge uh, uh, percentage of people in the United States that think the minimum down on a home is 20%. It's not. You can get in for little or nothing. So but the signs on, that say zero down, that's true sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Always look behind the curtain, though. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. read the fine print. <laughs> read the fine print. But on business, now, Bill, 
I mean, what are you finding that to be true that it's 20%, at least 20, 25% skin in the game? Typically, yes. Uh, of course, you mentioned SBA loans, which there is some there's some relief there on the down payment. Yes. It, but, you know, you have to go through a, a vetting process and, a, and an approval process with that. Yes. And the Small Business Administration, they do a great job. And uh, so many times you can get uh, a whole lot better uh, financing fixed rate, sometimes up to 20 years on that. But um, but on uh, but usually on a business, they want skin in the game. Here's another one. Collateral. Banks want their loan to be secured on something of equal or more value, like real estate or maybe some other type of, of asset. They're going to want collateral. So if you can't make the payment, they've got somewhere to go to get their money back. Character. Good quality moral standards. Dependability. Integrity. You need a good name in the business. You need to, they need to know that if you get into a problem, you're going to do everything you can to make it right. Here's another one. Conditions. Banks are interested to see if you have a reasonable, comprehensive plan to address economic or industry trends that could negatively affect your business over time, that you're able to address those economic and industry trends and and come out on top, be able to still make your obligations. The other one that is specific to business is commitment. Is the borrower personally guaranteeing the debt? How committed is this borrower to making sure that that debt gets paid is agreed? Those are the seven C's for commercial uh, commercial financing. So if you can you can present to the bank and show that you have taken care of all of these seven C's, you're going to have a whole lot better chance of getting the financing and the terms that you want than if you're missing one of these. Now, what's the difference between traditional residential mortgage and a commercial loan? Uh, the traditional residential mortgages that my clients come to me to get are, are limited to a one-unit to a four-unit residential property. Now, it can be a primary residence. It could be a vacation home. It could be investment property. But on the mortgage side that I do, uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, you know, low interest rates, fixed for 30 years, you know, all that, that's limited to a one- to four-unit. So if you're buying a, a house that has five units or more, you're going to be going into a commercial lending situation. Um, I want to talk about uh, the interest rates on that. There is a difference in interest rates between a residential mortgage one to four units and one that's commercial. You're going to, uh, on residential, you're going to look at good low fixed rate loans, 30 years. We're the only country in the in, in the world that own, that really has a true 30-year fixed rate loan, keeps your payment low, helps you build wealth. The uh, commercial side, typically you're going to see maybe fixed for five years, but there's going to be, they could call it, they can change the rate on you, they can do different things to um, mitigate their risk on that. So there are some differences there. But when we come back from break, we're going to be talking again with Sherry Motes, our digital strategist who has helped, who have helped, you have helped many people in many different industries, including real estate, which is where we're we're honing in today. And also Bill Keller is uh, going to be covering some more information. He's uh, going to share with us some other ways that you can buy or sell commercial real estate, including auction. He's going to give you a few tips on that. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust. And uh, we'll be coming back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. 
Hi, I'm Tom King from Bill King Appraisal Company in Memphis, Tennessee, and you're listening to The Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now, back to your host, Joe Garner. And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. I'd love to hear your plan, help you work your plan. What is your plan? Give me a call at 901-482-0354. In the studio, we have Bill Caller. He is a commercial realtor with uh, with Crylight Commercial, and he's been sharing some great information. So if you're just joining us, you can catch our podcast on Monday for this show at jogarner.com. We'll even include the notes for you. You can even subscribe and get our podcast with show notes Every week, right in your inbox by subscribing, jogarner.com. Also in the studio, we have Sherry Motes, and uh, Sherry Motes is a digital strategist. I say a strategist because she really listens to what you want to do and gives you some very effective pointers. She has helped a real estate mortgage shop and talk shop personally. I know this lady is the real deal. We're going to do something we do just about every week. The real estate tip of the week. And Sherry Motes, I believe you have a real estate tip of the week that has to do with marketing. Yes, elaborating on the brand awareness and being consistent with your brand, especially as a real estate professional, because we are inundated with real estate professionals. So how do you stand out in a crowd? How do you differentiate yourself? So think about the various learning um, aspects that we talked about, the three different types, visual, audio, kinesthetic. So podcasting is very effective when it comes to being a real estate professional. Also, video is extremely effective. You can do raw video or you can do story video that tells your story. And blogging, content creation is so important. And we have ghost bloggers and various things. You may say, well, I'm not a writer. I don't know how to do that. Those are things that we can bring to the table for you. And we customize for you. And even if you sit down and customize it yourself, do it yourself and think about the ways that you can tap into those types of learners so that you can increase your sales and your return on investment. How do we contact you, Sherry? Comingtoyourown.com. If you would like to call, you can call my office at 901-820-4469 and find me online at Sherry D. Motes. That's D as in Denise, two R's and an I on Sherry. Sherry D. Motes. All right. Well, I know that some of our real estate pros out there may be wanting to contact you and really get their marketing sewn up and making some really good money for them. we got some talk shop announcements. And TalkShop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. TalkShop meets every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. over at Pino's Palette, 8225 Dexter Road in Cordova. And this Wednesday, December the 12th, 2018, TalkShop presents 
Set Your Goals Now for 2019 with Kaizen Award-winning business coach Eric Urich. You can catch Eric at 901-340-9558, or you can call me and I'll connect you with Eric. He is our talk shop business coach extraordinaire. He has really helped us a lot. He can help you. Talk shop events are free thanks to supporters like Tim Gilliland of BackupRx.com. Do you remember that panicked feeling that grabs you when your computer crashes with all your data in it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's happened to me. Then I remembered, oh, wait a minute. My data was backed up with Tim Gilliland at Backup RX. <sighs> Sweet relief. Contact Tim for, uh, to protect your data at Backup RX. Thank you to Talk Shop supporter Gina Davis of Custom Growth Event Marketing Strategist. Gina can help you organize and really make a great splash with your event. So yes, contact Gina great. Davis. She is, isn't she? Yes. Uh, thank you to Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group for sponsoring Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. Joe does an awesome job. If you need to close on a, uh, a primary residence or a commercial loan, you can do that at Quality Title. They'll do the title work. They'll fix you right up. So give him a call at 901-289-5821. And uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you, make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Got a couple of quotes from the quote corner. This is from Franklin D. Roosevelt, our U.S. former U.S. president. Real estate cannot be lost or stolen, nor can it be carried away. Purchased with common sense, paid for in full, and managed with reasonable care, it is about the safest investment in the world. And here's another quote from Zig Ziglar. He's an author, salesman, and, of course, you remember a motivational speaker. Zig says, expect the best, prepare for the worst, capitalize on what comes. Love those quotes. You know, Bill, before we go off the air, there was, um, there was some other points you were going to make about uh, commercial real estate. So why don't you start covering some of those? Well, I have a quote for you. Uh-huh. If you think hiring a professional is expensive, try hiring an amateur. Ooh. Now there's something now think to think about. about. Very true. <laughs> a commercial realtor is immersed in commercial real estate. We are experts at what we do. So it's always good that if you are looking to purchase commercial real estate or invest in commercial real estate, make sure you have a competent uh, expert commercial realtor on your side mm-hmm. because they are your advocate. advocate. They're the ones that are going to negotiate the terms of the lease or the contract to purchase or the investment property on your behalf. Mm-hmm. You've, they have to have a full understanding of what your needs are. So when we talk about investment real estate, we're not really talking about the savvy investor. Of course, they're out there, but the individual investors. Right. Everybody's looked at what the, um, the, uh, real est- um, the stock market's done lately. It's up and down, up and down. Commercial real estate is a very – it, real estate is immovable. It, it is slow to move. It doesn't change rapidly like the stock market. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's looking to put their money in something that's a little more stable, uh, that has a, an acceptable rate of return on the investment that they that they want to make, it could be an individual. I'm a commercial investor. You're I an auctioneer a, too. I'm also an auctioneer, yes. And auction is kind of a different animal. Auction is basically – solving a problem it's not a shortcut to selling property it solves a problem the owner has a 
serious time issue or they have a financial issue or a combination or both. Most of the time, it solves a problem. Let's auction off a property real quick. How about 25, get it to 25,000? Who'll get it to 30? 30 now, 35, <laughs> he'll get it to 35. Yeah, yeah. 35 now, 40. Now, 45. Now, 45 now, get it to buy, get it to 50. How about 50? 50, 50, 55. 55 now, 60. 65 going once. Going twice. So All right. You're All right, Joe. You got, got Morgan Shop. Hey, we've loved hanging out with you. Catch our podcast at jogarner.com. We'll see you guys back next Saturday. you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.